This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. Hi, I'm Dr. Susan Buttress, Professor of Pediatrics at the University of Mississippi Medical Center and host of Southern Remedies, Relatively Speaking. Join us as we explore issues that relate to you and your family, from mental health obstacles and family interactions to handling life disruptions. Whatever the issue, let's try to figure it out together. You can listen live Tuesdays at 11 on MPB Think Radio, or you can subscribe to the podcast by searching for Southern Remedy on your preferred podcasting app. Good morning to you. It is time for Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. We were not in last week, so hey, we were thinking about talking about what your holiday gifts are going to be in tech. We missed Black Friday, and I don't even know if that's really a thing anymore like it was at one point. And man, I'm talking with my hands in here like y'all just can't see. But I'm telling you, it's it's really helping. But we want to talk about what you're looking forward to in the holiday season today. An old guest is going to be with us. We've got a surprise for you coming up. The whole crew is here today. I'm your host, Jay White, here today with Jeremy Thompson, the Hattiesburg Computer Doctor, and Wiltz Couture, IT Director with Rankin County and IT Instructor at Holmes Community College. Everyday Tech is MPB Think Radio Show about consumer technology and your very own personal IT department all wrapped up into one convenient package. Jeremy can help you fix it. Wills can help you keep it safe. And both can do either well, so you're in good hands either way. Want to hear from you this morning. Got any tech problems, issues, questions, uh, story or experience to share? Did you get frustrated and break something? That's how my tech weeks usually go. Or are you looking forward to something in the holiday season, which is upcoming? Email us, everydaytech at mpbonline.org. Robo taxis are now available to hail on the Strip in Las Vegas with Uber. Uh, Microsoft's reached a 10-year deal with Nintendo to distribute Call of Duty on Xbox and PC gaming systems. That's a big deal in the gaming world. Um, SpaceX is launching new Starlink service aimed specifically at governments, and that might help them uh, get better, I guess, hmm, a better working agreement with local governments, especially in rural areas like most of Mississippi. We'll see how that works out. Uh, Microsoft Teams is adding free communities feature to take on Facebook and Discord. So Teams is taking a lot of things that one might like to do in Teams and making it available to use within Facebook groups and in Discord servers. So that's pretty interesting. Uh, I would have thought that might already been a thing, especially for Discord. Uh, but for Facebook, that, that could be pretty uh, helpful. I can see that. And uh, a list of the year's roundup of top Google searches. Uh, that can always be tricky and uh, a slippery slope, uh, as you see those on uh, Twitter or Facebook posts every now and then. And you see those maps where they show all the things by state, and those aren't. Those are never right. I think that's just clickbait. Anyway. I've talked too much already. Jeremy Wiltz, good morning. Let's start with you, Wiltz. Wiltz, good morning. It is good to have you back in, sir. How are you? Man, it is. Uh, it has been a little while. I almost feel like the new guy here. <laughs> it's like, you know, uh, it, it's, it's been crazy, but good to be back. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like like playing the hits. Just slide right in there. You, and, and it's like riding a bike, right? Exactly. Hey, you know, I mean, the... The Skype still worked. I recognize the guy in the uh, in the upper corner there on the screen. I think I've seen him once or twice before. Uh-huh. So, yeah, it's been a little while. 
Absolutely. You've been busy. I mean, you had a whole, I mean, you're working for a county, uh, a, a, a government entity, and had a, a whole election cycle uh, to, to deal with and work through and be a part of. That, that had to be interesting, huh? You know, it really is. There's, um, you know, I'm, 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 I've seen it from the side. I mean, in the, in a past life, I worked for the Secretary of State's office, so I saw it from that end of things. And, of course, I've, you know, as hopefully most of our listeners are, I've been a registered voter since I turned 18. So I've seen it from the, uh, the voting side, but really kind of getting behind it, the nuts and bolts of what it takes to make that day happen, to make those, those few minutes available, you know, when you're standing in front of those machines, it's really it's really been eye opening and kind of um, kind of actually encouraging. It's just you know you, you see what goes into it and you see how much people really care about making it yeah making it right. I guess is the best way I can think of putting it. So um, yeah, it's been a really really inspiring uh, good time. It's just uh, it, it's been a constant. There's just always something going on. Right, which right. is good. Absolutely. And uh, it is good to have you back in this morning and uh, we'll we'll get your uh, take on maybe what you're looking forward to in the holidays or what you've been uh, when you've had time, what you've been uh, trying to keep up with. Jeremy, good morning. What's been going on, man? How are things uh, have things been at the shop the last week or so? Hey, good morning, Jay and Wills. Wills, welcome back. Glad to have you. Uh, Things have been good at the shop. Slowish on campus. You know, it's finals week. Um, but yesterday I got the milestone of the year, at least I hope (laughs) I had my most difficult repair of the year. Um, client called me and said that she had an IBM ThinkPad that she had kicked the, uh, charge port and she thought she broke it. And I was like, well, you may have not broken it. You may have just kicked it up inside there. So bring it to me and let me check it out. You know, I've got that rule about when I think something's going to be easy, it's yeah. going to be really daunting. And this was no exception. I mean, I told the lady when she dropped it off, yeah, I'll have it back to you in an hour or two. No big deal. Uh, shouldn't be that, shouldn't be that tough. It's probably wow. not anything. I, I, yeah, exactly. I, and I should have known when I was saying that, like I should have known already. And grabbing those but, words uh, and pulling them back. No, don't have said that. It was a ThinkPad P17 Gen 1. So it's a 17-inch chonker. And I started taking it apart, you know, just removing the screws and trying to get the panels off. I got the keyboard out, and then I hit a standstill. And I was like, what? How does does this work? How does this come apart? So thankfully, IBM is probably one of the best manufacturers to have to disassemble because they give you a really, really detailed guide on how to take all of it apart. They even have videos on their site. I had to watch those videos. I had to read the <laughs> manual. I haven't had to do that in some time. But this thing had this crazy bezel on the keyboard, and it had all these little snaps on it that had to be popped loose. And if even one of them was still holding, the thing wasn't coming off. So. I'm like, okay, all right, now I've got the bezel off. Now I can get to the charge port. Oh, no. To get to the charge port, you literally have to take everything out. (laughs) I thought, well, surely once I get to the bottom, like once I get the bottom cover off and I can actually see it, I can get to it right. Oh, no, because they screw it in with a bracket on the opposite side of the board. So literally you have to take everything out. 
And this thing had a graphics card. I mean, it was a beast. So you had to take the graphics card out. It had two heat sinks and two fans on it. So while I was in there, I went ahead and Holy told her. Holy cow. I'm how? Sure. Yeah. This is a beast. <laughs> how I mean, heavy it was, was it? It was, a, it was pretty heavy. Yeah. Um, again, that should have been an indicator when I took it in. I was like, oh, okay. Um, but yeah, I had to take the CPU, uh, the, the GPU off. I had to replace the thermal grease on the CPU and the GPU while I was in there. I was like, we may as well do this because it's going to need to be done eventually. And we can just take advantage of the labor time. So I finally got it out. And once I unscrewed that bracket, the port came loose and I was able to reset it and then put everything back together. But wow. I mean, when I first started looking at it, I was like, maybe I should just quit. Maybe I should just quit right now before I get into this thing. Because, you know, when, when you're dealing with a device and you just really don't know what's coming next, it can be really daunting because it's so easy to mess stuff up these days. And so I just very delicately, very carefully, just, you know, not, not using too much pressure on any one panel or anything, made the job happen, and she's got her laptop back, and she's ready to go back to work. That was fun. Wow, that is, see that, when Wiltz talks about, like, uh, uh, voting machines, like, I think about clunky old voting machines that we were using in the 90s and stuff like that, and so when you were talking about that, I'm thinking about, oh, man, that's a repurposed voting machine or something like that, but vote machines aren't like that at all now, so... I don't know. I'm still stuck in 1990-whatever. Well, the laptops from the 1990-2000 era were built so well, and they were so very difficult to take apart. And this sort of harkened back to those days. So it just caught me off guard because usually things are a lot easier to get to these days, but not that one. Right, and look. If you're going to use that thing, you got to charge it. So they made that charger, right? The like central oh, core yeah. of the, the whole thing. Everything else will break, but you'll still be able to charge it. That was the other scary thing is the first thing in the manual, it said to turn it on. Uh-oh, because <laughs> the battery was dead. Uh, turn it on and disable the internal battery. Because, see, if you don't pull that battery and you start plugging and unplugging things and you get one pin off yeah you're talking sparks and you got real problems then so the whole time i was like i gotta get to that battery i gotta get to that battery and pull that battery because i can't turn this thing off per the manufacturer's instructions which i always <laughs> try to follow if i can especially here to well, the t right yeah mm-hmm. and people forget all technology runs on smoke and once you let the smoke out it ain't running no more that's right <laughs> magic smoke now, here's the thing, as we, as we go to our first break, and I think this is something that uh, most of our audience, I, I don't know, maybe it's a it's a a period in time that, and I'm sure maybe every generation has something like this, or every century or so, there's a different way that every generation of people attaches to society. But I read this on Twitter the other day. It says, when you think about it, millennials are an interesting generation sandwiched between two polar opposite times. Boomers can't work tech. Kids can't work anything mechanical. Millennials are the only generation that can operate in both worlds simultaneously. And that reminds me a little bit about what you were trying to do yesterday, Jeremy. That's, uh, that, that IBM ThinkPad is a tank with a computer inside of it. And you had to work oh, yeah. on a tank yesterday, so that's pretty cool. And the cool thing is I, I was in that interim room where, you know, I really had to work 
hard to make technology work back in the 90s and then now it's like oh you know it it, it, it stings a little to have to to work this hard for it i mean i don't usually have a machine on my bench for three hours unless it's like a computer i'm building yeah that's what it's up all right well this is everyday tech on mpb think radio with wilson jeremy i am jay thanks so much for listening this morning all right guys before we take our first phone call here here's some interesting news about what was trending uh, search-wise in 2022. All right. The number one search. I've got a list of the top five here, just worldwide searches globally. Everyday tech. That had to have been it. No, not quite. We were, okay. right out, we were right outside the top five. But <laughs> number one is Wordle. How about that? Okay. For all of 2022 yeah. globally, the number one phrase or term searched, Wordle. Number two, India versus England. So we're talking about a cricket match, evidently. Number three, Ukraine. A cricket match, more searching than Ukraine. Number four, Queen Elizabeth. Interesting. And then number five, uh, Indiana versus San Antonio. That's random. Does that who play in the NBA Finals this year? I should probably know that, being the former resident sports guy. Sounds like a basketball matchup. IND versus SA is technically what it is. So... And people, the top five most searched names. Number one, Johnny Depp. Number two, okay. Will Smith. Number three, Amber Heard. Number four, Vladimir Putin. Number five, Chris Rock. Okay. Number six, Jay White. All right. <laughs> Poor Chris Rock. Top five actors. Number one, Johnny Depp. Number two, Will Smith. Number three, Amber Heard. Number four, Chris Rock. Number five, Jada Pinkett Smith. So there was one, maybe there was one event that basically uh, stole the show yeah. as far as the news Even goes. That way. Yeah. <laughs> Interestingly enough, and this, I mean, look, we have a very mm, specifically curated sports environment here in the U.S., although, uh, you know, globalization has made. Uh, a lot of sports that kind of lived on the periphery here in North America, much more mainstream popular. Soccer, for example. But the top five athletes, the top three are tennis players. Like, that's I, – I, it's kind of not surprising to me, but kind of. Like, I would have guessed it would be soccer players. But uh, uh, Novak uh, Djokovic is number one. Rafael Nadal is number two. Serena Williams number three. And then Manti Teo, that story happens like that was like a decade ago, right? But I guess maybe there was a documentary that came out and some stuff. And then Sean White, uh, the snowboarder, is number five. There's some more randomness for you. So, And then the top five matches, like sports events, all India cricket matches, games, thingamabobs. Uh, they probably call it a certain thing. I messed it all up. But any, any, uh, any, anything surprise you about that? Like, I, I don't know, like this uh, Will Smith, Chris Rock thing. I know it was a big deal, but man, that's like the biggest story of the year, evidently, more so than Ukraine or Queen Elizabeth passing or Ukraine being invaded. A, a billion dollar Powerball, which is not on here anywhere. Uh, I, I was surprised by the gap between Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. You yeah. would think they would be like side by side, but I guess, you know, due to the situation, they wanted to keep them apart. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Right. And then, yeah, Will Smith and Chris Rock, too. So that's very interesting. All right, let's go to the phones. We got Nina up first today in Mobile, 
Alabama. Let me hit the right button. First, I got to turn the phone around where I can get to it. All right, Nina, good morning. What's going on? How are you? I'm doing good. Merry Christmas to you, too. Oh, thank you very um, much. Shout out to your request. Uh, I was online looking for a new phone for Christmas and went across uh, these ads and about the S. I was looking at the S22 Samsung Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Also, and uh, sorry, out of breath a little bit. Um, then I went across they're for sale. The S23s are for sale, but only in India at 850 US dollars. And I'm like, okay, so when are they coming out here? We're going to buy one. And I start looking Probably into that, April. and it's not until February, uh, and it's going to be like $1,200 here. And I'm so sad. Mm-hmm. I'm saying Santa, please. Well, <laughs> <laughs> right. So what you want to do is be patient when they come out with the new phones, because when they first release them, the price is going to be sky high. But then after sales settle down, they will drop the price or they'll start including incentives like we'll give you $500 off if you send us your last phone. That's what I did with Samsung. This year I upgraded with the uh, S22 Ultra and I sent them my old phone. So I got a $1,200 phone for $800. Bucks. Um, that was a better deal for me, especially because it's unlocked. Uh, because I want to be able to have that freedom. But bide your time with the new phone, or if you want the S22, it'll really be on sale when the S23 drops. And and the S22 hey, is I still know. a phenomenal smartphone. For sure. It really is. I'm really impressed with it. Uh, the only problem is I have a Pixel, an original Pixel. They call it a 10, but it's the absolute original it's kind of hard to wait that long and then wait again for the sales price to come down and all the bargains to fall after that by what, next Christmas? <laughs> and and yeah. the uh, no. already $450 less than India. Can I, how do I get it from India, Santa? So um, you probably won't have to wait until Christmas. You would just have to wait until around August or so because that's when Samsung does their unpacked event and they start dropping their new devices. So usually around that time, you can get a pretty good sale. That's when I upgraded because I was like, mm, 800 bucks and a free Galaxy Watch, and I'll, I'll take it. All right, Nina, we appreciate the call from Mobile this morning. Yeah, that is interesting. And I don't know. I, I don't know if Samsung saw this on the outset and was cool with it but their phone coming out after the big holiday cycle i don't know that seems like kind of a bummer at least for the sales department that's they're like hey couldn't we have thought this out better (laughs) right so they typically drop their new phone in like like, well i mean this year it's february but i believe usually it's like april march april somewhere in there so we'll see it in the next few months here but you won't see it go on sale until like you know things settle down a bit or they offer a a good trade-in for the new one because they always want your old one to get all the stuff out of it or to uh, refurb it and uh, resell it what is your opinion jeremy now you're the you're the android guy um what is your opinion on the galaxy versus the pixel or do you have one uh versus a take on one versus the other or is it you know for if you like having a cell phone for this reason this would be a pixel uh owner you'd be better with a pixel or if you like to use your cell phone for this you'd be better off buying a galaxy truthfully it should they should both be pretty good all-around phones especially the top tier model um having said that i don't have any experience with the latest pixel or most pixels 
to be able to answer this question in an unbiased way, but I am by no means a Samsung fanboy. I just tend to like the products that they put out because they're very high quality. Having said that, if uh, they if Google offers something better in the range of smartphones, see, I like having a stylus with my phone, and that's why I have an S22 Ultra. I mean, it just it just goes hand in hand with having that size of a phone, and I use it a lot. So for me, until there's another phone out there like that, I won't consider jumping ship unless Samsung says we're going to stop producing this, which I don't think they will because they just combined it with the S22 line and did away with the Note altogether, although it is still a Note, just a different name. Very interesting. Very interesting. All right. Well, I think we got to let you go, right? You're you're on to some more stuff with uh, work, right? So we got to cut you loose, but it was great to have you. Yeah, uh, I will be back next week, though. Yep, I got a, I got a dip to run somewhere right quick. But, uh, yeah, y'all got to start hearing my voice a heck of a lot more. All right. Well, that's, yes. that's a good deal. And while we've got Wilts here, we're happy to thank our listeners out there for reaching 100,000 downloads for the Everyday Tech Woo! Podcast. That's uh, something yeah. I would have never really ever anticipated way back in the day. But that's the work of a whole bunch of people over many years who have been part of this show but for the folks who subscribe and listen every week or whenever you have a chance to, thank you very much. Again, wherever you download your podcast, of course, you can listen on the MPB Public Media app. That's free in the iTunes and Google Play Store. And just search for Everyday Tech. Jeremy, you sent me a text earlier in the week or over the weekend about something that's going on with TikTok now. And look, not that TikTok is something that I've always been fearful of as uh, an old white guy. And um, this doesn't make it any better, but I'm trying to embrace it because this is the thing now. Like when, when, uh, when, well, never mind. I'm, I'm going to leave all that alone. I'm not going to judge people or myself or anything like that. TikTok is a thing. So there's something happening on TikTok that you've alerted me to that we, you just can't let us have nice things, Jeremy us as a human race we just can't be trusted with anything is what this story proves more than anything (laughs) you know it's the kids that can't be trusted with anything these days but jay (laughs) there is a you can't you can't leave us outside for five minutes man i know right so there's a tiktok challenge out there and i mean when we talk about internet challenges i mean we're, we're usually talking about some pretty stupid things anyways some things that nobody should be doing but this one seems pretty innocent it makes the uh the broadcaster invisible and of course you know we can't stop with making our face disappear and blend into the background we've got to just see how far the filter goes so for lack of a better way to put it people have started getting naked on camera because there's a filter that makes them appear invisible well There are lots of people out there who are taking advantage of this and saying, okay, if you want to remove the filter, we've got a program. You can come to our Discord and get it, and then you can – nope, you can't undo the filter, but you can put some malware on your phone, and we can steal all your credit card information. So come on. Take the challenge. So the challenge itself is pretty innocent, but it's what's come of the challenge that's a problem. All right, so we overthought – a a disappearing filter by getting naked behind it and so all right number one we're already we're all going to hell now but then number two um these folks said all right i'm gonna make some money 
off these people feeling too randy on the internet, and I'm going to make a thing that I say will basically uh, counteract. <laughs> this is what we're talking about. Counteract the, the, the Invisa filter from TikTok. They claim it will unfilter it. And in, and in fact, it's not an anti-filter at all. You're just downloading malware. Yeah, you're just you're just gonna have your identity stolen because yeah. here, um, perv, have some malware. So I mean, there's, what? There's, this is the internet no taking care of itself, really, there. isn't it? This is one of those things where it's like there are so many webs. There, there's no websites out there on the internet where you can look at these things without having to load malware on your phone. That doesn't exist. We have to see these particular people on TikTok doing it. It's it's just it's just juvenile. It is. Most of the people that download this thing are not going to have credit cards because they're not old enough. Yeah. I can't decide, I don't know, what what is more of a signal of the end of times is, is something like that or my wife watching people in South Korea shuck oysters for like hours at a time on Facebook. Why is that a Facebook okay. Live? I don't know. But that? there's somebody in Jackson, Mississippi watching it for an hour. So How I guess, did she find that? I I don't know. That's a great question. That's a great, great question. The internet, man. All right. All of a sudden, there's calls. Let's go to the phone. 877-MPB-RING is the number. Let's start on the road with Fletch. Fletch, what's going on? How are you, sir? Well, hello, well. Hope y'all are, too. Excellent. Excellent. Thank you, sir. It just may not be the right uh, department uh, for what I called about, but it's, it's, it's anybody, it's y'all. Um. While I appreciated MPB having Jake Wimberly and Brian Eubank and Ben Ingram do the radio for broadcast for the state high school football playoffs, also wanted to get my uh, fresh air fix uh, last week. Ah. Going to the going from the MPB app to the NPR app brought me back to the MPB app with football on. Uh, Jay, does it, or anybody there, do y'all know another avenue that I could have picked up national? In all right. PR? Well, let me. All right. Now, see, you've set me up here, and I'm going to get a little inside baseball with you. I took my watch off for this, so this is for real. All right. This is serious. So, what happened was, is so NPR knows that we air fresh air 3 p.m. weekdays. So, when you clicked off of our thing to go to NPR, NPR's website just says, hey, Listen at 3 o'clock on that station. Here's the live stream, and it sends you right back to us, which is, you know, on any other normal broadcasting day, what it's supposed to do. The problem with it is that unlike a morning edition or All Things Considered, which runs in the same time everywhere, uh, Fresh Air is a show that is not broadcast live. Uh, so stations have carte blanche to run that whenever they want to. So we run it at 3 o'clock here at MPB. There's a funny story behind that. But not every network or station that's public radio runs fresh air at three so finding it at three i'm sure there's plenty of other stations around the country that run fresh air at three but it's going to be hit and miss where you find it and because it is not a national show that runs at the same time everywhere in every market npr is not uh, streaming it at a specific dedicated time during the day that's the same time we air it if that makes any kind of sense at all so when we no, have does, special programming that preempts fresh air uh, at three o'clock, it's going to be hard to find it unless you could just dig up another station that runs fresh air at three. Uh, but you can always 
listen to the archive of the show through the MPB Mobile uh, public media app. Not exactly yeah, what you exactly. wanted. You wanted to listen to it live. So I, I mean, you'll have to dig around a little bit to find it live in a situation like that. But all of the shows that we air on the station and on, on MPB Music Radio as well are archived uh, when the producers of the show archive it. So within a day or so usually. And they're all available to get to from the MPB uh, public media app. Good deal. I appreciate it. I ended up finding a Facebook page for it, but even there, I couldn't couldn't listen. At, um... Yeah, I mean, to, to go exactly to what you were looking for, it would be finding another NPR station that airs fresh air at 3 p.m. Central Time, and that would get you a live stream of it, you know, listening to it when, you know, you usually listen to fresh air here in Mississippi. Well, so. if, you ever tinker, if you ever tinker with the NPR app, um, let me know if you find out a solution. I... I did find it kind of prompted me for a couple of national stations. Um, but as I found out that what you just said, when I clicked on an Atlanta station at three, um, although obviously it's four over there, I, I thought if it was coming live from Boston or wherever, um, that it still would have been fresh air. As you mentioned, it wasn't. So if you figure out a way on NPR to search, um, to go back and search those channels because after it prompted me once, I could not find those same channel search options. Yeah, the the way that NPR and Fletch, we appreciate the call. The way that that NPR's um, website hands off and goes back and forth with its affiliate and its member station websites is uh, well. There's there's lots of gnashing of teeth about that and wringing of fists and hands and all that other stuff. Some people may like it. Many others may not. A lot of truth on the show today. Anyway, thanks, Fletch. All right, let's go now to uh, Sue in Beaumont. Sue, thanks for calling. Good morning. What's what's happening? Hey, Sue, you there? No, she is not. Sue does not want to talk about it. Not now, anyway, young sir. All right, yeah, that's, that is uh, – sorry about that, Fletch. And, you know, of course – Anytime we run some live programming and a live event like that, it's going to cover up the programs that we air normally at those times every day. And some folks are going to be upset about that. It happens. But um, speaking of that, uh, we have two high school football all-star games. And we ran the six state championship games this past Friday and Saturday. Uh, we've got the uh, Mississippi-Alabama uh, high school football all-star game from Mobile. That's coming up this Saturday. And the next Saturday, we have the Bernard Blackwell all-star football game, the North versus the South amongst the Mississippi high school football players. That's from Milner Stadium in Gulfport, and that'll be on the 17th, so a couple weeks from now, about 10 days from now. All right, let's go back to the phones. We've got Sue in Beaumont on the line. Sue, good morning. Good morning. I, I want to ask you a question. I uh... I have, I got this one page ad. It was in a in a in a magazine for a telephone computer. Have you ever heard of that? For a what computer? T E L I K I N Telekin. Hmm. It's uh, uh it's it's a computer for for seniors. Easy setup. You take it out of the box, you plug it in, and flip on the switch to turn it on. No downloads. And uh and it says it's 100% U.S. based support. Uh. Large fonts, 200% Zoom, 
security system. No, no user has ever downloaded a virus on a telecom computer. So it sounds pretty good. What do you think about it? Um, probably nobody's downloaded a virus on it because I've never even heard of it. Um, <laughs> that's the same way Macs were in the 90s. You know, they didn't develop viruses because nobody had a Mac, so nobody cared. Um, <laughs> having said that, I won't believe that it's unhackable. I'll just believe it hasn't been hacked yet. Um, looks like a little touchscreen computer might make some people's lives easier, might be more frustrating. I have no experience with it. I am looking at their website. I like that it's a touchscreen. Yeah, it's, 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 I mean, it's an all-in-one with a special operating system. Yeah, I'll go ahead and speech to text. You talk and it can type if you want it to. Wow, speech to text. That's pretty cool, yeah. Almost looks like basically a kiosk. And the price is not great, but not terrible either. I think it depends on, you know, how much you want, who you're buying this for, or who buys it, how, how big of a deal it is to simplify the, the PC experience for them. Yeah, it looks like this runs on top of Linux. So I'm going to say it's definitely hackable. <laughs> um, having said that, um, it looks okay. I mean, it, it looks like I would see if they have like a money back guarantee on it if you want to uh try it out but um it it looks like a legitimate actual product so i mean that right there says more than us these types of things well i want to ask y'all you experts another question if i may Mm -hmm. okay i i uh i bought this (laughs) i bought this 20 dollar uh phone it's a flip phone at the dollar store and then I bought a twenty dollars card to, you know, juice it up, and uh, then I brought it home and, and turned it on, and I ran over it with my wheelchair, and so now it doesn't work right because the screen just shows a, a bunch of white streaks and black streaks. I wonder if if I the screen is not cracked or broken, but I wonder if I replace the battery, would that cure everything, or should I just throw the whole thing? No, man. That thing is uh, toast now. The LCD has been cracked, and since it's a prepaid phone, I'm assuming you didn't spend that much on it. So I would say just replace it. So there's no way to... Sue, how long ago did you buy that phone? Oh, about six weeks ago. Ooh. So how much did you spend on it? She said 20 bucks. 20 bucks. I, 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 I like yeah. a, a phone in the car in case I have car trouble, you know, while I'm driving, or... Uh, if the power goes out and call power, call, I don't use it for anything else. But still, that's forty bucks. You know, I, I just throw it out on them. I don't know, Sue. I um, take that back to the dollar store and make them say no. You might be able to move the SIM card over to another phone, um, but I would just buy the, the same phone again. If it was twenty bucks. It's it's yeah. It's that's pretty cheap for a a phone. So um, yeah, just replace it. Can, can y'all recommend? I, I don't. I don't mean mean for you to be touting products but what what is a good just a good reliable ordinary phone <laughs> I, I mean not, are you talking like I'm a, not write a, a novel or anything I, I, just a good, I don't think you have to have a flip phone i think a lot of seniors think oh well i'm not good with technology so i gotta have me an old flip phone so i can mash these real buttons and stuff like that because i don't get out of these all these beeps bops and boops i don't it ain't like that i mean you you can get you a nice um, you know, introductory level smartphone at a Walmart, and you'll be totally fine. What brand should I ask for? Um, I like Samsung, but Motorola is decent. Um, 
I, I, I mean, when you're talking about a phone of this price, there's some major trade-offs and. But I mean, if, you, if you're just like if, if you're using it as as, you know, phoning and maybe texting, you know, when you need to and maybe, I don't know, Facebook or just a couple of apps, if 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 it's if it's like your side phone, like you said, for your car or something like that, this is an emergency type situation. Then, yeah, I, I mean, go in there and get one of those Android phones. Not I mean, iPhone's not going to let you get in the door cheap, you know, any kind of way. But I will say that uh, the Android phones are not going to be any stronger against possible runover by a wheelchair or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so due to those types of situations, if that might happen a lot, you might want to stick with the cheaper phone because smartphones are very fragile. I mean, that's just the way they are by mm-hmm. design. But a flip well, phone ought to be able to withstand a, a little bit of a smash before it gets messed up. Well, I, I got the flip phone because I thought the flip part would, would cover the screen and protect it or something. I don't know what I was thinking, but uh, uh, you said Samsung. I thought about a Samsung smartphone. I should try that. Do you think that would be good? Um, I, given your situation, I mean, it sounds like you're trying to keep expenses low, you know, cheap, portable phone, prepaid and all that. So I, I would honestly say no. Um, no. I would I would keep you on a flip phone. I mean, if that's what you're familiar with. See, I'm in the business of not changing things for people as much as I can. You know, we all like to to have our our comfort zone, we'll say. And since you are a senior citizen and you're used to using a flip phone, let's not go changing your world around too much because well, I think I, a smartphone. Really I'll, I'll change whatever it's reliable and dependable. You know. I would like to get on Facebook and a couple of apps, but that if you want to do that, then I would recommend going to get a cheap smartphone under a hundred bucks and try to get one from the same carrier that you've got now. That way, you can use the minutes that you have on that SIM card. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I mean, potentially it might they might be gone if you know they're not on that device. Every carrier is different, but you should hopefully be able to move it and get your minutes well thanks i appreciate y'all's help all right sue we appreciate the call this morning all right let's go back to the phones let's go to mike in hernando mike good morning what's going on hi you guys i got you know obviously a cell phone uh accidentally dropped it and the screen's got a pencil thin hairline crack down it is that just a clear cover is that replaceable it if i took it somewhere i mean the phone's fine it's just kind of a kind of got this crack down it what kind of phone it's is an alcatel android alcatel um probably depending on how much you spend on it though uh between cost of part and labor probably won't save anything taking it in to get it fixed um it just depends on what it costs you and what the replacement part and labor would be um, in some yeah. cases, the answer is yes, and in other cases, it's a definite no. If uh, you spent under a hundred bucks on it, I'm going to say no. How much did you spend on it? Yeah, um, it was. I've had it for about five years. It wasn't that expensive. Hmm. Um, yeah, I would, I would just replace in it in Consumer Reports magazine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I would just replace it with something newer. If you like Alcatel, stick with Alcatel, um, but don't, don't put a dime into that thing. With five years old. You, battery's going to be gone soon i mean it's it's had a good yeah. life yeah it's been a good phone i mean i just use I'm, I'm a writer 
and I use it because I write for a couple national magazines, and I just, it's a simple phone, but it's got mm-hmm. everything on it that I need, and then all of a sudden I drop the stupid thing. <laughs> it's not an obnoxious crack. It's just thinner than a hair, yeah. but it's just so, running down the screen, and it's a little obnoxious. If the crack runs from one end to the other, it can break the electrical connection, and it will start either having ghost touch, or it will start mistouching, or it won't detect your touch. So you can use it until it gets to that point, and then just replace it. Yeah, it's vertical. It runs from the top of the screen at the left, hmm. right down about halfway, and then off to the side. So I mean, did I, your I've touched it? Did your touch screen? Did it quit working in any quadrant of the screen? No, it's working perfectly. Okay. Well, I, thought, uh, that I, thought, I don't think will... it's a complete crack. Well, it will get worse over time, especially if you drop your phone again. Um, the initial damage has been done, and it will only get worse from there. But depending on how delicate you are with the phone, you could make it last a good while. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I it's just in my pocket constantly or sitting on my desk next to the computer as I'm writing. And I just turned and knocked it off onto the floor. And I know, oh, crap. Um, but that was about six months ago. I hear that Listen, one from students thank you a guys, lot. Thank you for the, thanks for the advice. I'm going to look into maybe replacing it. I don't know. Uh, it's working fine until it suddenly just gives out, and then I'll, I'll get something else. And Mike, if you get a new phone, depending on how much you spend, you might want to invest in one of the, you know, one of those screen protectors that work very well. It just, it's basically almost like it's a, it's a glass-like, you right. know, uh, extra layer of protection on the front of the phone. I, my, my wife started getting those for me in the last two phones. Mm-hmm. It's, it's protecting me. I've dropped. Uh, both in in one scenario or another that caused one of those hairline cracks that you're talking about. But when the crack mm-hmm. is on the protective layer and not your actual phone, so you still see that crack, but, you know, you can take that thing off. Uh, and usually they all come with lifetime warranties. So if you drop it in one cracks, you could basically send it mm-hmm. back in and they'll send you a new one. Uh, so which oh. is a, a good thing about a lot of those. Not all of them have that, but um, yeah, some of them will. Make sure they have that warranty on them. Yeah. But also, a yeah. good case for your phone mm-hmm. will help a lot. And getting one that mm-hmm. overlaps the screen so that when you drop it, the screen doesn't actually hit the ground, just mm. the corners of the case do, that will help a lot. Right. I do have one of those rubber casings around it, and then I thought mm. that's what it hit, and then I looked at it and went, oh, good Lord. So it's slightly cracked. And the, the crack is so, t- is so thin. If you turn the phone just right, you can't see the crack. And these phones are so beautiful. And Mike, we appreciate the call from Hernando this morning. The, 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 these smartphones are so gorgeous, but like who can use one without a case? Jeremy? I mean, it's just like you can't yeah. risk it, but the phones are gorgeous. Like you and yeah. holding yeah. them without a giant monstrosity wrapped around it, you're like, oh, I see this is a beautiful design. That's light and you know, so usable, it's so user friendly. Yeah. But then the first thing you got to do is go buy like an OtterBox or something, which is like you know, Put a big bulky case, on <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A, a, a fourteen pound, you know, rubber and mat <laughs> phone thing that sticks to your pocket when you put it in there and everything right. else. Yeah. All right, let's uh, go back to it. We've got uh, Kevin up next in Gulf Shores. Kevin, thanks for calling. Good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. Love the show. Thank you very much for taking my call. Thank you, sir. I think I made the mistake of going to 16, 16.1, and 16.1.2, 1. 
uh, recently because now my uh, voice to text has just shut itself down. It's terrible. And I rely on it very heavily. Have you guys run into this? I see a lot of forums about it. That's a great so that's, a, that's a great point. I, I have an iPhone and currently I am not able to get my uh, uh, voice memo function to work. It, it will still allow yeah. me to like dictate, like uh, like talk to text in inside of the Apple messaging function. But right now, yeah, I can't. And it's frustrating too because my wife leaves me like these four and a half minute voice memos. Who has time to listen to that? Anyway, TLDR or TLDL. Yeah. So. Uh, but yeah, I, I, sometimes I just out of spite, I want to send something back to her that's entirely too long to listen to. But now I can't because my phone won't let me do it. it cha- it's changed how that function works. It's probably somewhere different. I just got to find out where what they did with it and where it is. Might be the same thing for you. But yeah, I, I'm without that ability right now. And it's kind of frustrating. Yeah, because 15, uh, you know, release 15, whatever that was, was perfect. Worked like a champ. But as soon as I went to 16... The wheels fell off. I mean, I don't do too many voice uh, memos, I, but I do text, voice to text, I mean, constantly. And now it just, <laughs> I went to text something the other day, or voice to text the other day. The only thing that popped up was Tom Cruise. I went, really? <laughs> <laughs> right. And I'm on 16.1.1, and I just recently up- updated to that. And I was on 15.6. I'd waited a long time. Uh, largely out of just not having the time to do it. That's but right. what were what That's did you right. uh, what are you on right now? I'm on sixteen one dot two. Gotcha. Because there was there was something on a forum that said, okay, they just came out with a very fast flash to help with this problem. Well, it didn't fix it one iota. Well Okay, so uh, this issue, it could be a problem with iOS that will be patched in a future update, or it could be something that's been turned off in your phone. Because you're saying that you're not even seeing the option to do it anymore, right? Well, and we, we pulled Kevin from Gulf Shores down there. Uh, but if it's if he's having the same thing I am, uh, used to the send button, if you held it down, it would start recording your voice through the microphone in the messages uh, um, situation there, but now it won't do it. Now it now it uh, it it opens up the microphone and it listens to you, but it's not recording anymore. It's doing voice to text. I see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully they will fix that in a future iOS. Recommend yeah. always holding off a little while before you update. All right, that's going to do it for us. Thanks everybody for calling in. Thanks for listening. This show will be up very soon. And thanks, everybody, for downloading the podcast. Over 100,000 downloads now. Thank you so much for doing that for this show and uh, MPB Think Radio and the folks who work here and put a lot of time and effort into this show over the years. Stay tuned. Coming up next is Southern Remedy with Dr. Jimmy Stewart. We'll be back next Wednesday at 10 for Everyday Tech right here on Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.